everybody, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert. Will this be an, uh, an obsession? It's whatever you'd like it to be, Maestro. Okay. We'll call it Colossal Obsessions because it's, okay. yeah, it's, it's this short. Okay, this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing Colossal Obsessions uh, with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre. And we have someone that we're both familiar with, Mike McFadden. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Not all that familiar with my let's, last name. Let's, no, re- let's retake Mike that. Mike McFloydel. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael Floydel made. <laughs> Michael Floydenhiver. It's Mike McPadden. Mike McPaddy. With a, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Paddy Waddy. Michael, Michael, oh my Mc- God. <laughs> I, every, every day it seems like I'm doing this show from the home. It, seems, it gets closer and closer to that experience. Did you did you eat all your pudding? Yeah, they brought you pudding. You didn't you didn't the finish home, it. Or the homeless. Yeah, Mike Mike McBeardo. I love Mike that he got McBeardo. the McBeardo part, but Mike McBeardo McPadden, P A D D E N. The uh, the illustrated man himself. The illustrated man. Yes, yes he is, and uh, he is uh, also our uh, our social media director and our Facebook. Uh, what would you call yourself? Facebook guru. You say guru, and I, I like that title. Facebook I got the long beard. Guru. Facebook yeah. sensei. Yeah. Yes. And uh, what happened? Uh, you you were listening to an episode. Gilbert was rambling on about taglines. And you got, and, you got well, inspired out of nowhere. Yeah, Gilbert, and this was long ago, and many times since. Brought up the Mutilator, yes. a Buddy Cooper film. <laughs> a who? A who film? Yes, Buddy Cooper. Oh, Buddy Cooper's father the, died in my yeah. basement. The yes. tagline was "By knife, by axe, by pick, by pie." So you got inspired by Gilbert, Rem- and and he it wasn't just the Mutilator. He remembers taglines from movies. Terror Train. What was and, the Terror Train uh, one? You remember? Oh, oh Terror Train was. Uh, the boys and girls from Sigma Phi, some will live and some will die. That's right. Does That's he have that correct. one right? Yes. No, there was another one, yeah, that blew my mind, yes. How do these stay with you over the years? I don't know. I always love taglines. Uh, Harry Cole is the best in the business. Three people are dead because of him. Oh, the conversation. Yeah. And, um, oh, what was the, uh, oh, when when this one already says the name and the title, but it uh when you see the swimmer, will you see yourself? Nice. The swimmer. The yes. swimmer. The yes. swimmer. And, oh, a movie that comes up a lot on this show. And yeah. on every street in every city in the country, there's a nobody who dreams of being a somebody. Ooh. Now what is that uh what is that? Face in the crowd or something or Taxi driver. Oh, taxi driver. Wow. Wow. How do you you retain these (laughs) damn things? You know, we have Mike's list. I'm going to put together my own list for a future episode of favorite taglines, and we'll we'll do that down the line. But for now, we're going to do the ones that Mike compiled. And you have little stories about these, little histories. I do. And also, this is, uh, if I may get a plug in. Please do. These are uh, insane horror movie taglines of the 70s and 80s, many of which are connected to movies in my book, Heavy Metal Movies. You don't say. Uh, you are the yeah. author oh, of Heavy Metal yes, Movies. Yes. Terrific yes. book. Which also uh, features a long rave review of Highway to Hell with Gilbert Gottfried as Hitler. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now you're just sucking up. <laughs> yeah. And where where can people get this book, pray tell? 
Uh, you can get the book wherever books are shoplifted, but also okay. Amazon and uh, heavy metal. If you go to heavymetalmovies.com, you get a patch and a an artisanal Brooklyn crafted barf bag. Wow! Yeah. Wow! I have to go there. <laughs> did you did you send a copy to Gilbert? Because you know he won't spring for one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the, I'm holding up the yes, barf bag. Holding it up. Me. Yeah. Heavy yeah. metal movies. It's uh, a terrific read, and well re well researched. I've given Gilbert several uh, barf bags and reasons to barf, but no, I, I think I gave you a couple of copies of the. Well, page, take so. us through a couple of these. I mean, the first one is is a, a, a tagline that everybody knows and and is probably along with Jaws, um, or I guess it was Jaws two, which was the one where just when you just, thought just it was safe thought to it, go that's back. That's Jaws two, right? Jaws, Jaws two. two. Yeah. What was the Jaws tagline? Do we remember that one? Geez, it even have one. But this one is very famous. This was 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 sort of uh, nicknamed Jaws in space, and this is from Alien in 1979, and that was in space. No one can hear you scream, and is that that's arguably the most famous movie poster? I would say so. Tagline. Yeah, yeah. and it was actually uh, designed by a guy named uh, Philip Gibbs, who also designed the Rosemary's Baby poster. That's cool. That weird space egg. And yeah, uh, yeah. The line was written by his wife. Barbara Gibbs. I love this. The line came from copywriter Barbara Gibbs, who was married to Philip Gibbs, who was also part of a New York ad agency called Frankfurt Gibbs Ballkind, which is where I met my wife. Wow. Jeez. Rosa chiming in. And he and he did the <laughs> Superman poster, the iconic with the shirt opening. Wow. Boy. Very cool. Six degrees of Verderosa. Verderosa. Oh my God, Frank, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got on here? Uh, how about some? Okay, how about uh, I'll run some of these by Gilbert, and we'll see if he can oh, remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If this movie doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. Oh, that sounds so familiar. I'll give him a hint. 1974, directed by the director of Porky's, Bob Clark, the late Bob Clark, who died tragically. I might add. Ooh. Yes. I also made a Christmas story. He a made a year Christmas story, and one of my fan of favorite uh, Sherlock Holmes picture called "Murder by Decree." Terrific which people, movie, which yeah. people should see with James Mason. Oh, yeah. this movie! I think you stumped him. Yeah, I think so. That would be Black Christmas. You know, oh. our listeners are screaming at the uh, at their devices. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yes. Elvis Presley okay. was reportedly a huge fan of Black Christmas. Okay, it, now I have always heard this, and yes. then in doing research, I know Frank. You often say like. The IMDb is like full of shit. Well, I don't. So, it's not entirely no, trustworthy. No, I shouldn't say it. Okay, I take that back. Somebody not Frank has said this. Yes. But, um, so I always heard Elvis was a fan, and it said on IMDb that uh, he watched it every Christmas. Now the movie came out in seventy four. He was dead before seventy seven. Seventy seven. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every, every Christmas. Every Christmas being both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? That's the kind of thing that we throw out to our fans to come up with. So if you guys know anything about Elvis well, loving I, Black Christmas. I, I've heard he's he's a Jew. Elvis is a Jew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you base that on? I've heard rumors. <laughs> and I know he used to wear a Star of David and a cross. Wow. Oh, yes. And, and he used to say, I don't want to be uh, locked out of, of heaven on a technicality. Wow, that's a great one. He was line. high on dope when he said that. Yeah. <laughs> and pe peanut butter and dexedrine sandwiches. Yeah. What's the next one? Okay, now this one, 
I know Gilbert knows because this is truly the one that fl I flipped out. Okay. He is a depraved, sadistic rapist, a homicidal killer, and he makes house calls. Gil? Oh, well, this wasn't Dr. Giggles. Oh, no, no, <laughs> oh, Dr. No, wait, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, medical Deviant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doc, do, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Something Medical Deviant. Dr. Butcher. Right. <laughs> Dr. Butcher, yeah. Medical Deviant. Yes. This was one of those movies, a real guinea production. <laughs> oh, I take, absolutely. I take yes. offense. That, that like, like the name on it was something like John Martin. We looked it up. It yes, was some. It was correct. some Paisano yeah. director yeah, with and it. With like with like five thousand syllables. <laughs> all, all of them O's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I like that movie. So uh, I actually I actually queued up a little bit of the trailer. Go ahead. Um, and I'll hit play. He plugged. He, let's see if you can guess. This is a very famous actor who did a lot of horror and exploitation uh, trailer voiceovers. Okay. Okay, here we go. Lines of medicine for his own maniacal means. That's all I'm breaking glass. Dr. Butcher, MD, medical deviant. You will die only to live again in a younger body. Then you can tell me if the operation was a success. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, that, <laughs> do you know who that narrator of that trailer was, that Gil? That sounds so familiar. That was Adolf Caesar. Oh, Adolf Caesar. Oh, my God. He did a bunch of those back Soldier's then. Soldier's story. Uh, he did Blackula, Dawn of the Dead, Scream Blackula, Scream. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, the best. Yeah. All right. What's the next one? Next one we got. Oh, there we go. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Gil? Uh, yeah. That was Dawn of the Dead. That is correct. That was Dawn Very of the Dead. Good. That reminds me of a Drew Friedman uh, strip, but. I'll tell people about it on Facebook. Nope. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. And now back to the show. Penn Gillette's number one favorite film of all time? Yes, and the 2004 remake is his number 12 favorite film what? of all time. <laughs> that is good trivia. Wow. Okay, that, was, that was a fun movie because it, it kept the horror right. in it. But it, it was also very funny, some parts. And a shout-out to former podcast guest Tom Savini. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, his masterpiece. Wonderful yeah. work on that one. Okay, here's another great one for you, Gil. Another one. And I'll give you a clue with one of my tattoos. Today, the pond. Tomorrow, the world. Pir piranha? Frogs. Frogs! <laughs> oh! oh, with Ray Milland. Oh, my God. Wow. Yes, with Ray Land and the hero was like the groovy, ecological hippie hero was Marjo Gortner. Marjo Gortner. Now, there's a guy he, who would be a guest. He was in oh, food. Yeah. He was also in Food of the Gods. He was, yes. Correct. Which, which is also an American International Pictures film, part of the Revenge of Nature cycle of the 70s that also uh, included Night of the Lepus. Oh, that's oh, all the, yes. the rabbits. Yes. The giant rabbits. <laughs> Stuart Whitman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Squirm with the worms coming out of the shower sure. head. Oh, yes. Sure, sure, sure. And, uh, and Piranha directed by guest uh, Joe Dante. And Joe course. Dante. That's right. That's right. And The Swarm. 
don't forget, lest we ever forget the swarm, I would put in there too. So. We've, had, we've had so many guests on this show was already. Was Henry Fonda in the swarm? He sure was. Yes. yes. He's the scientist who injects himself with the, with the, with the anti B, whatever the hell it is, the anti B serum. Humanity, he sacrificed I, I, I love when these actors are at that, oh, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was in another movie around that time called City on Fire. I yeah. was just like, they just ran out of disasters. It was just a fire. <laughs> you know, we've, we've, we've had so many guests on the show. I look at these lists and there, you know, there's, there's Piranha, Joe Dante, the swarm, right. Lee Grant, yeah. uh, Savini, you've got somebody else coming up that was on the show. It's, it's, uh, we've had so many people on this show. Oh, it's amazing. They're just starting to yeah. cross-reference. Okay. Here's one I know even. Go ahead. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Gil? Ah, uh, The Fly. Correct. Very good. Yeah, very, good. very, very good. Pretty good remake. I, a terrific movie, I think. Yeah, Cronenberg's yeah, a great yeah. talent. Yeah, I mean, I think two separate films. I mean, it, it doesn't... It, Vincent Price cameo would have been nice and would have ruined it, so I don't know what we could have Yeah. I like Cronenberg. I like Naked Lunch. I like The Dead Zone. Videodrome. I, Videodrome. Sure, I like yeah. so many of his yeah. pictures. Oh, with, with Deborah Harry. Yes. Yeah. And and James, James Woods. Woods. Yes. And and but the fly too sucked to high horrible with Eric Stoltz yes yes oh that sucked <laughs> yes. I love that you saw the fly and the fly too <laughs> <laughs> okay here's another one this is what I know Gilbert knows the night he came home oh uh, Halloween that's right very good uh, very right. good and and Halloween too was. More of the night he came. Yeah, home. yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> that was the tagline. Yeah, <laughs> they they obviously really didn't give a fuck at that <laughs> point. They had three years. To, to yeah, <laughs> they pro- it, it seems oh. like at the last second before they had a chance to do, and they said, "Oh, we need a tagline." I don't know. Uh, the more of the night he came, okay? <laughs> the night he came home and then some. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's another great one. Okay. This movie I remember. They're not human, but they hunt human women. Not for killing, for mating. Ooh. Yeah, I've seen this picture, I'm proud to say. Not it's invaders a, from Mars. It's a Corman. It's a Corman. Corman. It's a Corman job. Humanoids from the deep. Oh, my God. Yeah. A film that Joe Dante passed on directing. I I was thinking of that movie because I remember I saw it in a theater. I saw it in Times Square. And that's the one where the humanoids are, are fucking <laughs> the girl <Yes>. victims. <laughs> they all look like big rubber yeah. frog people. Yeah, that's <laughs> and and yeah. they grabbing women on the beach and fucking yes. them. And the first scene has a, a ventriloquist dummy in it, inexplicably. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking they just found it, and they were like, oh, let's put this in the movie. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, I, I found this in my closet. <laughs> you know, that's a big theme. And the, the, like the, first off, it's like a regular 50s horror rubber monster movie. Yes. But yeah. there's all this, like, rape and nudity and uh, insanity. And that was a thing for a while in the early 80s, because it was Galaxy of Terror with Aaron Moran. Oh, yes. And, uh, Eddie Albert and uh and and it was like once again I don't know radiation affected them or <laughs> yes. something and but instead of killing women they were fucking them on the- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Seems like a better idea to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In Seminoid, which is another, as Gilbert would say, Guinea production. <laughs> and extra. All right, don't you start now. Yeah. I'll, I'll okay. Back it off. Okay, let's skip uh, to the next one. Uh, not not. Um, okay. Yeah, let's jump. Let's jump around in the interest yeah, of time. Let's we'll jump. pick your pick your pick your favorite. I will. Okay. This woman has cut, chopped, broken, and burned five men beyond recognition, but no jury in America would convict her. Ooh. Mm. I don't think I have that one. I spit on your grave. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, that was one of those revenge ones. The rape and revenge. And Let's not forget the first yeah. part. And tell him what was what was notable about the star of that picture. Camille Keaton. Does the last name ring a bell? She was the granddaughter Buster? of Buster Keaton. Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. That's insane trivia. Yeah. The star wow. of spit on your, I spit, I spit on, on your, your grave yes. was Buster Keaton's granddaughter. So she continued the great art of cinema. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is, there, is there a Sherlock Jr. homage somewhere? <laughs> we'll go back and examine now with that in mind. And, that and when the they're film. raping her, she's wearing the Buster Keaton hat. Oh, cut that out. <laughs> And she, she's very, it's very chilling because she ha she doesn't have any expression. It's like, oh, there's the stone. <laughs> oh, very good. And that was All right, what else? Note that that was a film, if you recall, Gilbert, that played in uh, Times Square, like into the early 90s almost. It was oh, all yes. in re-release. Yes. I remember the poster. And at one point, uh, Siskel and Ebert were so outraged by it that they devoted an entire half hour episode. To, uh, like, <laughs> what the fuck do What's going on? <laughs> I love the latest it. commercial. I was like 13 or something at the time. I was like, thanks for the half-hour commercial, guys. Okay. Uh, there's only one thing wrong with the Davis baby. Oh, uh, 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 it's alive. You got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I watched over Halloween. Oh, very. And boy, Larry Cohen, somebody we got to reach out yes, to. Yes, he's we've a talked. terrific guest. I've seen him talk. Yeah, we've talked about it. We'll get him. Yeah. We'll get him soon. Um, that's got that's got a lot of A-list talent. Bernard Herrmann. Yeah. Oh, that's and, right, yeah. And, Rick Baker. Making the little monster baby with the fangs, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To avoid fainting, just keep repeating. It's only a movie. Oh, what they, oh, 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 God, God, God. Not Mondo Kani. It came around that time. Uh, 1972. That ooh, helps you. Oh, fuck. Oh, I remember this tagline. Uh it's not bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> Wes Craven's first film as a director. Wow. Based on Bergman's, I love this Bergman. First on oh, Bergman's wait, The Virgin wait. Spring. Last last house on the left. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Now, I've always nice. said, Frank, I don't know if if that can ever be proven because anybody who saw Last House on the Left never saw the Bergman movie and vice versa. <laughs> So we all just, they'd, they'd make a great double bill. Yeah. Well, we, we all just kind of take that on faith. So. Well, there's a lot of that. There's like the talk about how Star Wars was ba loosely based on Kurosawa. The Hidden, the hidden Fortress, yeah. Or Hidden Fortress, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I warned you not to go out tonight. Ooh. I'll give you a hint, Gil. Yes. Yes, Senator. We had a lot of buffers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait a minute! Would this be Maniac? Maniac, yes, <laughs> yes. With with Joe Spinell, the late great Joe Spinell. Yeah, 
actually protested by do you remember the women against pornography they were a group that would hang out around times square and protest oh yes yeah, yeah, yes sure and then like the studio the producers would like call them and say can you believe this movie maniac is playing and they would go and set up picket lines <laughs> i was you know 12 <laughs> years old and i snuck it cleverly done so okay the mutilator well just uh i'm yeah, gonna play a little yes. bit of the mutilator theme song because uh <laughs> of course you interesting are. points about this film it's in the advertising. It says repeatedly written, produced, and directed by Buddy Cooper. Like this would be like a selling point. This is Martin Scorsese's. Yeah. <laughs> like they're saying Billy Wilder. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. another Buddy Cooper picture. He never made a movie before, and he hasn't made one since. <laughs> and it originally had the completely brain damaged, dead title of Fall Break. Oh, jeez. So here is sounds like a teen sex comedy. Yeah, but fall oh. break also isn't a real thing. But here, let me play yeah. you the fall break theme song that appears in the movie. Empty cottage on the shore. Tourists all left about a month before, and we're gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. So that's the theme to the mutilator. Yeah. <laughs> it gets you in a really scary mood. Yeah. I also I think that's the worst fake fifties music since the Lord oh, yeah. Godbush. That's why I want Gilbert hey, to that song. Hey, what do you say? Looks like it's gonna be a very fine day. My girl is with me today. Looks like some real fine things are coming my way. Hey, hey, what do you say? <laughs> Looks like it's going to be a very fine day. Just hanging out with nothing to do. <laughs> lucky, lucky me that I bumped into you. Looking so good and looking so fine. I wonder, 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 should I make you mine? Bow, 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 bow. Okay. Well, you know, oh. you, you know what? <laughs> I think the Lords of Flatbush would would have benefited from a, a, a couple of axe murders. You know, Mikey, why don't you do one more, and then we'll we'll stop here, and uh, and we'll do we'll do another one. Okay, terrific. In the in, in the interest of time, we'll do we'll do two minis out of this because it's such a fun idea, terrific. and you've got so much here, we don't want to cut you short. Okay, let's jump ahead to sometimes dead is better. Oh, that was uh, the. Pet Cemetery. Right. Nice. Do you remember who said the line in the movie? Fred Gwynn. That's right. Herman Munster himself. That's right. Do you remember around the same time he was also in uh, Fatal Attraction? I think he was a judge yes. or a lawyer. Oh, oh no, he he was in uh, my, 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 my cousin Vinny. Cousin Vinny, judge. Vinny he was a judge at that, yeah. But uh, and that was when you'd be in the theater, you just hear everybody in the theater go, "That's Herman Munster." Hey, that's oh Munster. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy was a Renaissance man. He yeah. was an artist. He was a he was a very he was a shake, uh, yeah. did Shakespeare. I mean, he couldn't he couldn't escape the shadow of uh, no of Herman Munster. And and he did he did that line in New England way. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes death is better. That's right. Mom <laughs> <laughs> <Bob> remembers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rat in the department. Why don't? We why don't why don't we why don't we stop it here and we'll do a we'll do a, a second one of these, uh, Mike, because it's so okay. much fun and and Gilbert's having a blast and plus it's it's an invitation for him to sing. Terrific. 
and and maybe uh, when you come back, I'll learn your name. <laughs> hey, hey, there's something to look forward to in the I, second episode. I, I've <laughs> spoken to him like 500 times. You'd think I would have known his name. But... It took you 17 episodes to get mine, so he's going to have... <laughs> He's going to have That's to wait his true. turn. I was going to say, you, you speak to Frank Santo Babula, you know, three times a week. I, I, read, I, was, I was out at a show at, I uh, was downtown at a place called City Winery. I was seeing a Tina Fey thing, and uh, uh, <laughs> someone recognized my voice from the podcast, and he said, are you Frank Santo Padre? <laughs> <laughs> Which he th- thinks is my name. So we'll have this man back very, very yes. soon. So uh, what do you think? Uh, well, uh, I'm Gilbert Gottfried, uh, and this has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions with my co-host Frank Santo Padre, once again recording at Nutmeg with our engineer Frank Verderosa. And let me see if I've got his name right now. Uh, Mike McPadden. You got it! Wow. Oh, God! I beat you know you, what? Wow. You know what? Don't come back on this show because right. I want to end on a victory. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, thanks. We'll do it again Thank you. soon. <laughs> <laughs>